0: Welcome to Episode 3 of Way to Live, the holistic well-being podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Connolly, bringing you a new episode on the road edition. That's right. I typically record in my home office studio in Austin, Texas, but my boyfriend and I have been itching to explore and get out of dodge. This past weekend, we ventured safely out into the world, COVID style. We drove through West Texas, over to Roswell, New Mexico, up to Albuquerque, and through the great mountains of Colorado to our final destination of Denver. And man, has it been beautiful. This is exactly what we needed to re-energize our spirits and give back to our health and wellness. If you're just tuning in to this podcast, I started Way to Live to explore how people, lifestyle, work, Places and culture affect our well being within our personal and professional lives, our environments, and the planet. Every other week, I interview leading experts about the holistic nature of health and how humans are affected by various factors. This week, I wanted to discuss how our well being is impacted by traveling and being out in nature, transition into our country's 4th of July holiday, and what it means now during the current socio-political discourse occurring around us, and how the future of America might affect our mental, emotional, and social health. I've always loved traveling for its ability to take me out of my daily routine, see and experience new places, landscapes, and cultures, but I mostly enjoy how it resets my mind and spirit. I'm the kind of person who can hyper focus in on my work, life, and goals. This characteristic helps me move forward in my to do list and aspirations, which has many merits, but it can also be consuming. If I don't actively integrate my well being into my routine, I start to lose steam. But I'm pretty good about pinpointing when I need to implement a better work life balance to make my well being a top priority while giving my time and attention to loved ones. Creating a better work-life balance and finding ways to break up the monotony is something we've all considered during our time in quarantine. Not going into work, staying home every day, and only running essential errands like grocery shopping and picking up takeout orders can be mundane and boring. During early quarantine days, Technology has kept us connected, and I've seen people get creative in how they bond with coworkers, friends, and family without physically being together. I've participated in them, and you likely have as well. More FaceTiming, Zoom happy hours, online game nights, and drive by house parties. But technology can only do so much. Humans are social creatures. We crave face-to-face interactions and being out in the world, surrounded by other people, buildings, and nature. Initially, when the stay-at-home orders went into effect around the country mid-March, people may have enjoyed the working-from-home life, others couldn't focus or avoid distractions because of their home environment, or some just weren't as productive whether you thrived or not during the transition, it seems that we're all at a tipping point. We all miss being in the company of others, spending time away from our homes, and simply living life how we used to. COVID quarantine has changed life as we know it. While everyone has had a different experience during this, we've all encountered levels of stress, anxiety, and uncertainty, during these difficult times. There are many ways to relieve these mental, emotional stressors, like meditating, exercising, writing, or talking about it, which are highly effective short-term strategies. If you're encountering consistent stress or just need a damn break, code travel. Small weekend trips are the best way to take your mind off the daily grind and into new sensory experiences. When humans intake new environments, we activate our senses and stimulate our minds. There's scientific research showing how our brains crave constant stimulation in order to be engaged. We're practically in the attention economy, fighting for the attention of consumers and employees completely online now causing wide-scale tech fatigue. Because we crave stimulation and have lower attention spans now, it's important to balance focus work, collaborative work, socializing, and restorative activities. Traveling is a great non-tech restorative activity. When you actively relax on vacation, it supercharges your brain. And if you're out in nature, that's even better. Biophilia is often mentioned in my industry of interior design. But if you're unaware of the term, it's essentially our human innate desire to connect with nature. This is also what led me to planning a fun weekend road trip. I've been craving to see new places, environments, and nature, especially during a long three-month quarantine stint we planned our trip around seeing places we've never been to before. On Thursday, we drove from Austin through Northwest Texas to Roswell, New Mexico, where it has flat lands or rolling hills and lots of farms and ranches. On Friday, we left Roswell in the morning to drive up to Albuquerque, ending in Colorado Springs and passing through three national forests, Cibola, Santa Fe, and Carson National Forest, as well as the Great Sand Dunes National Park. It was an amazing drive seeing the landscape change from 3,000 elevation to over 10,000 feet above sea level. From dry deserts to crisp mountain air with winding roads and cute little mountain towns. Saturday, we left Colorado Springs to drive up to Breckenridge and end in Denver. During that drive, we passed through two national forests, Pike and San Isabel National Forest and Arapahoe and Roosevelt National Forest. This was also a beautiful scenic route. So much greenery, massively tall pine trees, red rocks, and clear blue skies. When we walked around Breckenridge, it reminded me a lot of what Switzerland looks like during the summertime. There were even hints of snow left at the tops of mountains. It was pretty amazing. After spending time with my brother Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, we left Denver to drive back to Austin, taking a different scenic route through north central Texas. Getting home Monday, I feel so happy and thankful that I was able to satisfy my travel bug. Now I'm feeling refreshed and energized. Traveling and being out in nature exposes you to new experiences and diversity. Diversity of landscapes, architecture, people, culture, and food. It's the same diversity that I believe makes America a great place to live. Being out in the world and experiencing diverse places gets us out of our comfort zone and broadens our mindsets. If you grow up to live and die in the same general vicinity and never really travel, your idea of life and the world around you is so narrow-minded and kind of invalid. I've been lucky enough to live in four very different cities, Fullerton, California, Savannah, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and now Austin, Texas. I've also traveled across the country, Spending in quality time in 30 of our states, studied abroad in France for three months, and have visited Spain, Ireland, Canada, and Mexico. And to me, it's not enough. I would love to travel the world as much as I can. I find travel and new experiences way more rewarding than tangible material possessions. Most countries are really beautiful, including ours but others are not so lucky. Some countries are riddled with poverty, dilapidated buildings, unbearable weather conditions, and lacking in resources, typically because of their people and their government. We're really lucky to live in America. However, it could absolutely be better. Right now we're dealing with racism, police brutality, Political division and uncertain economic times. Now, this isn't a political podcast, but this is a well being podcast. And from that perspective, I'm reminded on the upcoming July 4th holiday how wonderful of a country this is, but how tremendously better it would be if we empathized with and prioritized the well being of all human diversity that form our nation no matter the race, ethnicity, gender, sexual preference, age, economic class, and so forth. Since the United States of America's early days, we've always been a melting pot. While the history of how America came to be is a tragic one that involved bloodshed against Native Americans during European colonization, Our evolution is of diverse people. When America declared their independence on the day of July 4th, 1776, it was a country made up of native people, misfits, slaves, and opportunistic immigrants from Europe who came to America to escape unfair religious persecution, gain political freedom, and attain a better quality of life. Although we formally created a Declaration of Independence on July 4th, we didn't actually gain our independence from Great Britain until 1783. As we grew from 13 colonies to 50 states today, from 1787 to 1959, we created a democracy, our constitution, abolished slavery, gave women the right to vote, Amongst so many other defining moments. It's these moments that reveal how each new policy or law is an attempt by underrepresented communities to fight for equality and their well being. Recently, the Supreme Court passed a law that the LGBTQ community cannot be discriminated against or fired from work because of their sexual orientation. Another great example of how underrepresented communities are still fighting for justice today. If we can continue to advocate for all human diversity in our country, pass laws that focus on everyone's well-being, and treat everyone with respect and kindness, we'll finally be united as a country. The extreme political division is sad to see. In order to make progress and come together, we'll have to have those hard conversations, listen and speak to one another without getting so emotionally triggered and set off in order to reach solutions that meet up somewhere in the middle. We're really doing ourselves an injustice by being so politically divided. You know that phrase, power to the people? Well, if more people can come together, agree on issues and solutions, we can take better control of our government and the decisions that are made. We, the people, will have the power. I'll leave you with this. Are we truly independent or at the mercy of our government on this July 4th holiday, what does the future of America look like? How will topics like racism, police brutality, economy, climate change, education, healthcare, immigration, equality, and military defense affect our well being? It's up to you to learn and vote for the candidate who you think will better prioritize not only your well-being, but the well-being of others and the diverse set of people who make up our country. A presidential candidate that is truly for the people. The United Nations, which currently makes up almost 200 countries who aim to maintain international peace and security Created 17 sustainable development goals to transform our world. Formed in 2015, these goals are set forth to make a positive difference in the world by 2030. If you're unfamiliar with the goals, they are in order one, no poverty, two, zero hunger, three, good health and well being, four, quality education, five, gender equality, six, clean water and sanitization, seven, affordable and clean energy, eight, decent work and economic growth, nine, industry, innovation, and infrastructure, ten, reduced inequalities, eleven, sustainable cities and communities, 12, responsible consumption and production, 13, climate action, 14, life below water, 15, life on land, 16, peace, justice, and strong institutions, and 17, partnerships for the goals. Here's a great example of political goals that care for and elevate the triple bottom line, the health and wellness of humans, the economy, and planet. I can only hope we achieve these positively impactful, sustainable well-being goals. If you're interested in learning more about the UN goals, the 2020 U.S. presidential candidates, or... Want to see pictures from my road trip? Check out my Instagram page at Way to Live Podcast. Make sure to follow me on my journey through well being and discover who I'll be interviewing this season as I dive into topics like nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, mental and emotional health, design, environments, sustainability, economy, and so much more. Thank you for listening. Catch up with me next week for an interview episode as we explore in detail how diversity, equality, and inclusivity are impacting corporate America to make sweeping changes during the BLM movement. Well, wherever you are, I hope you're taking care of your mental and emotional health during these challenging times. If you need a break to clear your mind, walk around your neighborhood, hike up and around a nature trail, or get out of the city and go on a small road trip like I did. Be sure to practice safe COVID guidelines and protect others by getting tested after your trip. And please, stay safe during the July 4th holiday. I'm your host, Chelsea Connolly, signing off and wishing you a healthier and happier way to live.